0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community, we're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things
1: influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope
0: you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi queens. Happy fall. So excited that fall is here. Yeah, happy all the layering. Ugh, so crazy. Although in San Diego, it is still so hot. Um,
1: I know I checked the weather last week it was supposed to be like high 60s this week but of course it changed it goes back up. to like 70s yes.
0: which honestly like not complaining about the beautiful weather it's truly like sunny 75 like mm-hmm. dream weather but it's like I'm so I am so ready to be rolling around in the snow right now <laughs> I know like, which it
1: feels like we're so far from I know. Like I'm just excited to wear my sweat sets again. I'm wearing one right now and I'm just I'm excited for it. By the way, I hope it's not echoey where I'm recording because I'm in like a new room in my house, but it's not filled with furniture yet. So it's like a little echoey, but. I hope the mic is not picking that up.
0: Yeah, I feel like hopefully it sounds okay. I feel like you sound okay. So, well, let us know. Um, Okay, let's jump into our influences of the week this week. What is your current influence?
1: Okay, really all I could think of because I am really into this right now. But um, I started re-watching Gossip Girl because I keep seeing people – for the fall, I feel like you're either a Gilmore girls girl or you're a Gossip Girl girl. LOL. They're both girls. Um that. <laughs> but okay, I've never seen girl- Gilmore girls, which I feel like a lot of people are like shocked when I say that. I I've feel only like seen people a few episodes.
0: Like I haven't either. Yeah. So. Like I feel
1: like you've either watched it and you're obsessed with it or you've never seen it, but I've never seen it. So I love Gossip Girl. I'm rewatching it. Um Love that, And it's just like so funny, truly so chaotic and unrealistic, but it's just a good, fun fall watch.
0: But do you remember when you watched it for the first time and like it was the realest thing, like you wanted oh your God, life yeah. to be that, like that was the goal and like, but yes, now you watch like it and you're just so like, iconic.
1: like it's still so iconic in my opinion. It's just like a little cringy. But yeah. it's like a good fall watch, so yeah, yeah. I feel that. like fall fall things. Literally, and that I, goes goes with your influence of the week. Yeah,
0: okay. Mine is fall candles. I honestly, I would burn fall candles all year long if I could, like if places sold them. And whenever I go to like Target or Home Goods, I always look for a fall candle. I just love the ones that smell. Like, what's your favorite scent? Okay, I love the ones that smell like a Christmas tree so that they have that, like, mm. fur tree scent. Yeah. And then I also just, like, love warm, like, cinnamon, vanilla, sugar cookie ones, too. And, like, the mix of them are just so good. And I went to a, an event this weekend with Swirl Boutique, and they carry my favorite, favorite candle ever. I think the brand is called Aura. It's, like, A-U-R-A. And the candle, the name is Mary like Merry Christmas, Merry. And I always buy so many because it's just like my favorite, favorite smell ever. So I'm so excited to just be burning a candle all day long. I go through candles so quickly and I know you're not supposed to like burn them for a super long time, but I can't help it. And I just buy more (laughs) candles. So
1: I like always forget about candles Oh my I God, it's like to, part like, of
0: my morning routine. Like, I come downstairs I mean, and I love light that. the candle so that the house just smells like I had a, I'm not like a pumpkin person, but I got a pumpkin candle and it actually smelled so good. I burned through that in like two days. Like, I am so aggressive. Oh, with I've candles. actually done that before. Yeah. So that's why I don't like use my nice, nice candles. Like, my Celine candle that I got in Paris, like, what, a year ago, a year and a half ago now, I won't burn it because I know if I start burning it, I'll just, like, burn through it, and I don't want to. So it's, like, I save my nice, nice candles. But the other ones, like, Target Home Goods, like, I buy the biggest ones I can find. Like, love a three-wick candle. Like, those are the best. Mm. They last so long, and mm, I could talk about candles all day. But Love that. That is my current fall thing that I'm obsessed with right now so it's like there's a candle honestly we should Cozy go back vibes. to that candle bar and like make our own candles again I that know was what so was it fun called? I don't remember I can't remember either I'm like blinking candle candles on tap oh yeah yeah yeah. oh honestly I think I live close to it now I can just like hop oh on my gosh over. you totally do <laughs> I forgot how
1: fun I feel um like, yeah real quick
0: off topic did you watch selling sunset this weekend because it came out
1: no but I'm so excited to binge (laughs) it literally tomorrow
0: I binge watched it on Saturday that's all I did on Saturday after the swirl event because it's that time of the month for me and I just have no energy and I'm exhausted and I was like this weekend I am not gonna force myself to do anything I'm really trying Uh, so hard to like take the weekends off and not work. Like, I'm trying to really set that boundary, which is what this Mm -hmm. episode is about. And so I was like, okay, it's okay. Like, I'm a little more tired. Like, your body needs rest. Like, listen to your body. So I was like, okay. And then someone mentioned at the event, they were like, oh, yeah, the newest season just dropped. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is what I'm doing today. So I binge watched the whole thing. It was pretty good, honestly.
1: I'm so excited. I like, they're just like, so crazy. But like, it's,
0: yeah, for the drama. But yeah it's like good if you're like, I mean I like it I like reality tv so no I
1: love them like and I feel like I'm kind of picky with reality tv like if it doesn't grab my attention right away like I'm never gonna watch it again I just like I don't know I can't get myself to care Will but you also, I like you need love to watch, selling sunset uh,
0: I would say you have to watch selling OC too because they have the second season if you haven't watched okay. it yet so you have a lineup I yeah, need to do that like yeah shows. I like
1: I really have a long lineup
0: But here I am rewatching Gossip Girl.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's like so. I just like love rewatching things that I know is going to bring me happiness. So,
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, Selling Sunset. It was it was good. I mean, I just like obviously love watching like the insane houses that are on the market, and sometimes we've been to them because they'll be like rented out for events, and we'll like recognize them. I didn't see any on this season. But there was definitely some on the last season and then obviously their outfits are literally insane. Like I'm yeah. sitting there watching it with Andrew and I'm like, they show up to the office like this. Like do clients actually like not care that they're wearing like a bra top with like a blazer over it? Like, and, like straight up like six inch stilettos. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, hello, is this normal or is this like just a show thing? I don't know yeah honestly don't know so it's
1: so yeah. interesting
0: love that it's just I don't know it's a good way to pass the time and yeah have something on in the background like you don't have to super pay attention to it to get what's going on you know just one of those shows so when I'm like doing computer stuff I'll just like throw that on in the background I don't know it's good though yeah I'd recommend let me know when you finish it oh my gosh I'm
1: so excited <laughs>
0: Okay, well, this week, you guys, we wanted to talk about setting boundaries with brands just because I feel like we've kind of gone through this transition this year. And you guys, I feel like might have noticed in some of our previous podcasts, like last year's, we were very aggressive with just like going to events and like doing the most and going above and beyond and really just trying to put ourselves out there and like build relationships with the brand and although it was beneficial I feel like we have learned a lot and over the past years so we kind of wanted to share where our thoughts are now because I feel like we do have some different takes on this stuff and so just wanted to like update you guys on kind of like our strategy now and how we go about things and how we decide if we want to do something or not because I feel like we do get a lot of questions in our DMs um, from you guys about how to go from like gifting to paid or how to build relationships with brands so we just kind of want to update on that and basically talk Mm -hmm. about how we're starting to kind of set boundaries with brands so that our time is, because our time is, is just as valuable, you know, as the brand's time. And we have to make sure we're not over exerting ourselves trying to do the most, which we have done in the past. So now we're like reeling it back and like kind of reevaluating everything and just like checking in with ourselves, checking in with our mental health and mm-hmm. kind of like switching up the strategy a little bit. So I feel and like that's kind of the great. vibe. Yes, it honestly, I feel like I'm getting a lot better with like not doing something all the time. Whereas I feel like I used to be like, I have to be doing something. Go, go, go. yeah. Like, what else can I be doing right now? And that was obviously very chaotic and stressful sometimes. So now it's just it's been easy nice. to burn out.
1: Like in yes. this industry, it's easy to burn out.
0: And it's been nice too on the weekends where like... I used to be like, oh my gosh, like I have to film on the weekends. Like I need to work on the weekends. Like that's my film time. And then now I'm kind of like, actually like, no, I want my weekends off like normal people do. So I'm going to film during the week and that's going to be reflected in like deadlines and timelines moving forward. So it's like, we shouldn't have to be expected to work on the weekends just because, right. It's our like our type of job, you know what I mean? I don't know. We'll get into it, and we'll dive a little deeper, but that's what we wanted to cover today, especially going into the holiday season, because we did our holiday episode last week. So if you missed that, go listen to that one with just holiday tips and tricks for pitching and collabs and all that fun stuff. But now I feel like this is a good follow-up episode so that you're not overdoing it, and you don't burn out in the holidays, so... Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like first off is gifting because this is like a huge, huge gray area. I feel like for people and there's no like specific guidelines or right or wrong answers. So this is kind of what we do, I guess you could say Mm -hmm. like we, how our approach is. So I think it's just important to just be smart about it and strategic when it comes to gifting. I feel like a rule for me that I follow is like what like what I genuinely use this product like am I mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I just I want to stop accepting gifting if it's just to accept it because I feel like one of my toxic traits is like I just love receiving packages and I just love new things and it's like I don't know you get that like what's it called like you get um is that like dopamine where you like yeah, get, probably. Like something that I like, feel like
1: that's like your love language is like yeah. receiving gifts.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like I love when packages like show up at the door. Yeah. And so like to get packages, I have to say yes to all the gifting, so I like, mm-hmm. I get all the packages. So toxic. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I point am point, like, working on that. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I feel like I you're have way better so at that than boxes. I So many
1: boxes, like it's like my. I love receiving packages, but I actually don't because at this point the boxes are like my freaking worst enemy. I swear. I always have a pile of boxes at my house and I feel like I don't even get that many packages. Like I just like hate it. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah.
0: So that is one thing. It's definitely like being strategic when saying yes. Like if a brand reaches out and like You know, I love – that is one thing I do love that brands are starting to do is they are starting to ask if you want to receive the PR. And I feel like it's so important to remember not to feel bad saying no because, like, sometimes I'll just, like, say, thanks so much for reaching out and thinking of me. Like, at this time, I'm holding off on gifting right now. Um, Like, I'll reach out when this changes or, like, let me know when the next one comes around. That way you can kind of, like, slow it down. Um, And I think brands kind of appreciate it, too, because then they're also not wasting product. And I genuinely don't want to accept something that I'm not going to actually use or that I will share on my stories. Like, I feel like if I accept gifting, I will share it on my stories because I'm like, obviously, it's so nice of these brands to send this product. It is a cost to them. And like, obviously you don't have to. And a lot of the times they will say like no strings attached, which I feel like is like a big, big thing is like, there should be no contracted deliverables when it comes to gifting. Like it should just be like, Hey, we'd love for you to try this out. Like, do you want to receive? It should never be like, hi in like, we'd love to send you this outfit in exchange for an, for a tagged post or a reel on your page. Like. No, which
1: they honestly a lot of brands do that and like they try to get away with it. I
0: just got one this past week from a brand that I'm just like still shocked that they're getting away with this. Like I don't like people are still doing this. It's shocking, truly. Yeah,
1: I feel like they do that and then they see like what they can get, like who's going to accept it. So just be smart, be strategic when you are accepting these gifted campaigns like we've said this before but if you're curious if they are a brand that pays like go into their tagged photos i do this all the time and see if like other girls are actually working with them in a paid capacity and this if this is like Mm a um strategic sort of partnership because it should be a mutual beneficial sort of thing like you are getting something out of it they are getting something out of it so yeah just be strategic like you're running a business mm-hmm. you need to make smart decisions and obviously if you want to like kick off a relationship with a brand like this is a great way to do it and we definitely still do that now but we are just very strategic like just be smart yeah when you're accepting your gifting
0: I feel like especially if it's a new brand that you're working with and they're like oh yeah like we'd love to kickstart the relationship um make sure like they're not asking for like straight up deliverables. Like if they want to kick off the relationship and send gifting to see if you like the product, that's great. And maybe do that one time. But then if you're like if your goal is to be paid and you know this brand just does not pay, then maybe politely decline if it's not something that aligns with you. And then obviously if they do pay and you know that and you accept the gifting, you know, sharing the product could potentially lead to that paid partnership. So it's like, again, yeah, like we're saying, you have to be strategic about it. Do some research, do a little digging, ask your friends, like, there are just some brands who I feel like they say this to us and they're like, Oh yeah. Like we'd love to kickstart the relationship. Um, like we have some paid campaign, ka- blah, 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 blah. paid campaigns <laughs> coming up. And then in your the back of your head, you're like, I've never seen anyone post a paid partnership with this brand ever. Like they are just saying that just be aware. And like, if you're okay with mm-hmm. the gifting, that's great. But like, if your goal is to turn it into a paid partnership, then maybe say no which we have been doing lately because we're like yeah I feel like brands are just saying this now so we're like okay like let me do some research or like oh I've never seen a brand pay, so like I'm I'm okay right now you know what I mean like it's okay to say no and I feel like that's something that I'm working on
1: like back (laughs) in the day I feel like everyone would do unboxings and that was like a full thing on stories like I don't – I just, like, remember this time. And so, like, I would want to say yes to gifting so I could, like, do these unboxings on my stories. But, like, I just don't really feel like that's a thing anymore. now
0: I feel like it's a thing on TikTok.
1: Okay, yes, I have been seeing that. I, like – yeah, I have been seeing that. Which is, like, fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like on Instagram stories, I literally have a backlog a huge like probably a month and a half worth of like (laughs) PR that I'm like do I put like I I don't know that I could I know I definitely feel like I struggle and
0: it's like you don't want to put like 10 up at a time but then it's like you want to post them so you don't forget and then yeah no I totally get that and I think that's where, like, being it's strategic like I don't want to post. Yeah,
1: like I don't want to post ten at a time, but then I don't want to post one at a time because I'm like, you're not getting a dedicated post out of this, you know? Like you have to be strategic. <laughs> so it's like space. you don't get your own. Like you're in, you're in the mix with like the others. Like I don't know. So I feel like I I'm think still when trying I get like my out.
0: backlog, I try to do like three a day, and then I feel like yeah. you can get through them like pretty three to five, and then you can get through them. Yeah, because it's like.
1: Yeah, because, like, we have our our faves that, like, obviously, like, there's a lot of makeup brands that yeah they don't work a ton, like, in a paid capacity. I don't think I've yeah. seen many, like, girls under, like, 1 million work with these brands <laughs> in a paid capacity, but, yeah. like, love the brands. So those are obviously, like, ones that we still accept. And, um yeah.
0: Yeah, I think when, yeah, just when it comes to gifting just making sure that brands don't think they're just gonna get free work from you that would be paid just because they're gifting you so it's like you know if the brand is requesting to send you product just making sure like there's no strings attached and I feel like for the most part honestly a lot of brands are really good at this I feel like it's the one-offs where they're like oh yeah like we'd love to gift you this in exchange for a dedicated reel and you're just like hello? No. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's just obviously have have your strategy, know what you're kind of trying to get out of gifting, and then make your decisions off that. Again, it's very gray. There, it's There's no black and white, like, yes, you should accept all the gifting always, or like, no, never accept gifting. Like, I feel like it's definitely a case-by-case basis, and depending on your brand and wor- what works well for you and what kind of partnerships you're trying to to secure so just keep that in mind and that's kind of where we're at right now with gifting and yeah I think it's a bigger issue for me than it is for you so that's that is something that I (laughs) am working on
1: stay tuned I I just just, love the boxes so yeah 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 it's
0: in your it's in your chart
1: so it's part of your, part of it your is part of me, whole personality. Yeah. <laughs> it is me. It really is like Capricorn, Taurus, Libra, like love all the things. Love that's a, that. that's a good trio for that. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Okay. So the next thing we wanted to kind of dive into is collaboration terms. And when you get those and what it looks like and kind of, what we do when we see certain things, especially within the holiday season and the busy things coming up. Um, We do have a full episode on this as well, where we deep dive with contracts, but we just want to highlight a few key things for you guys just to make sure you keep an eye out. So this is the first one I feel like we've talked about a lot because it's currently happening to us a lot, which is why we're talking about it, but turnaround times Um, make sure you just set your boundary for yourself on what turnaround times you can handle. I feel like a lot of us can potentially be people pleasers or like have that mindset of like, well, I don't want to lose this campaign. So I don't want to say no mentality, which I feel like is totally normal. Like everyone has those thoughts, but Mm-hmm. I feel like make sure you're being reasonable. Like if they're asking you for a day or two, like that's kind of drastic. And unless they're paying like a good fee for like, um, like a like quick that, turnaround, like a, yeah. then it's like, what if you have other things going on? Like what if you're shooting other campaigns? Like brands have no right. idea what your schedule looks like or like what you've already contracted. So I'm like, it's, I don't know. Give yourself enough time where you don't feel stressed whatever. Yeah.
1: I feel like it's unrealistic for these brands to be expecting that, but weirdly so many of them do. And I really need to work on this with myself and with my own boundaries with brands and myself, because I feel like once I get a package in, I feel so much anxiety to like do it immediately just because I know it's sitting there Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh my God, like they're going to think that I don't get things done in a timely manner. But like that is just that's not what they're thinking. And also you are not obligated to do that. So um Yeah,
0: that's why there's a contract for a reason go. is like, you know, communicating and, you know, negotiating or figuring out what timeline is best. Cause like for me, my pet peeve is when a brand asks for content on a Friday because I'm like you are not going to review it until Monday. I know, like, like you're just, just not. Monday. Like,
1: yes, I agree. Like, oh my gosh. So I'm
0: just like, and like, even though earlier I said not trying to work on the weekends, I would rather have like those two days extra for like flexibility in my schedule than to be stressed about having to turn it in on Friday. So normally if brands do ask for Friday, I will just ask for the weekend and then submit like Monday. And for the most part, they're usually fine with that because I think they also know that yeah, like, I feel they're like not they're looking, looking at it fine Friday.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're always fine with that. And also, I've never, like, not gotten a campaign or I've never gotten a campaign again just because I had a quick turnaround. Like, you know. Right, they just, weren't like, just oh, wow, you like, Danielle submitted
0: her content so quickly. We want That's to work together with her again. never
1: happened. Yeah, <laughs> no. so. Or, like,
0: the opposite to, like – I don't think I've ever had a brand be like, oh, she took so long to submit content because what I feel like is so long is like normal timeline. And I think that's kind of like our next point is like setting clear work hours like for yourself so that you're able to communicate that to brands once it comes up. So for example, like we were saying, like, for weekends like deciding like if you want to work on the weekends if you would rather kind of take you know days off during the week to as personal days and then do your content days on the weekends like however you want to set your schedule up just figuring that out so that if brands like ask for a certain deadline like are you counting the weekends or not because I think it's totally fair, and this is what I'm working on: is to not work on the weekends. Like that is yeah very I mean, common. No one and else like,
1: works on the weekends.
0: In my head, though, I like have this like story that I tell myself that I like have to get this done on the weekend, and I don't know why I'm like so. Yeah, I feel like like I do pressed too. to do that on the weekends. Like maybe I just feel like oh I don't have as much or like. I don't know, and like sometimes I'm fine doing things on the weekends. I just don't want to be doing something every single weekend, or like brands like counting weekends as days for like a turnaround. You know, I feel yeah. like that's like I an mean, added bonus if I do a yeah. weekend.
1: I feel like we think we don't have things on the weekends because no one else is working, so it's not like we're stressed to like send out emails while brands are in office because no one else is working. Right. So then we're like, oh. This is a grace period, which we should be taking off, but we are, it just goes with the whole, like, the lines are pretty blurred in this industry with, like, your life and what's work. Uh So you really, really need to set that boundary for yourself and for your audience and for your collaborations and the brands you're working with.
0: Yeah, and I think brands are usually pretty flexible with dates and deadlines and posting as long as you communicate it beforehand when you're setting the contract as opposed to kind of after. So it's like trying to space out, you know, collabs and paid partnerships so it's not too overload. But another thing, too, to keep in mind is this is this literally happened to me this past week if a brand is li- actually this has happened to me multiple times recently this now is that like the biggest it, puppy, um-
1: <laughs> like actually ever
0: <laughs> when like brands send you product like later than like they say you're supposed to receive it or like literally after the deadline like I had a brand that was like oh yeah like we want content submitted Friday and we need you to order the product so I went online and I was like okay gonna use a gift card to order the product like went to order it and They were like, you have to pick the fastest shipping, which, okay, pick the fastest shipping. It wasn't even going to get delivered until Monday. And the deadline was Friday to submit content. So I was like, something's not aligned here. So obviously, politely let them know, like, hey, just went on the website to order this. It says delivery is Monday. Like, can we adjust the... timeline to submit content and then obviously they are, they understand because like you don't have the product or like another one that we had that was like supposed to be for the month of October and like they were just so delayed to sending product and then so delayed to approving content and then not all of it was able to go live in October it's like it's not mm-hmm. your fault and like you shouldn't be stressing over something that's out of your control like if the brand hasn't sent yeah. your product yet like you can't do anything about that
1: no, yeah, and it's like happened to me so many times where they send a brief and they have the date of like that you have to have your content in in the brief, but you received the product like one day before the deadline in the yes. brief, and I'm just like, that's not my responsibility. Our accountant literally has this printed on his wall, which like honestly, <laughs> love. It's like aggressive, but like love it. It. It's I forget. I forget the exact words, but it's like your your emergency. Inability yeah oh yes your inability to plan is Is not not my emergency emergency. it's something like that but like literally king like true (laughs) that literally is just so true like your inability to plan is not my emergency to shoot like your content like that doesn't
0: and it's not like you can receive a a package and just drop everything you're doing that day to like go create content like i feel like so much goes into content whether it's like planning outfits or like lighting and knowing when you have to go down like having someone to shoot with you like there's just like a lot and it can't just like happen like at a snap of your finger just because you Mm -hmm. received the product the day before the deadline so I think at the end of the day with this, communication is just so important and just communicating with the brand, saying like, hey, I know this is the deadline. I haven't received it product yet. Like, do you have a tracking number for me? Because then I feel like that's a polite way to ask, but then also bring it to the brand's attention. And then you can ask to adjust the timeline for submitting content and posting, mm-hmm. et cetera. So yeah, yeah. True. just being just so be aware of
1: communicative And, like, I'm especially this way with trips coming up. If you have, like, a trip coming up or, like, you need this stuff for the trip or you need it, like, the content can't be delivered until after you come back. Like, just outlining it, bolding it, underlining it, saying it multiple times, like, being annoying about how communicative you are about Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff because I just feel like it goes over their heads when you have, like, when you have dates that, like, you need things by or you can't deliver by. So I feel like I'm always like so annoying when I have trips coming up just because like there's been so many times where we haven't gotten stuff in for a collab for a trip. And it's just so annoying. Cause it's like, I told you when I was going like literally mm-hmm. so many times, but they just, if they're not, you know, planning on, if they're not making it a priority to get it to you before, your trip or like understanding about when you can deliver content then that's not like your problem you communicated it you keep your receipts um, you share this receipts when it comes down to it if you need to like keep your receipts you have one unheard message hi i was calling current the influencer marketing platform but i think i just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. folder that is one thing I learned in my nine to five when I had clients and ran accounts like it was always like keep your receipts like everyone had receipts folders of like everything for clients and so you just pull that out and it's yeah. not your fault
0: and I feel like, too, like sometimes brands, like they have a lot going on. They're working on multiple campaigns with multiple influencers. So just, yeah, like you said, over communicating and just keeping those receipts, like helps keep everything clear that way. If there is an issue that comes up, you can just politely be like, hey, like I communicated this with you guys on this date. Please see email here below. Like I let you know about this situation or this deadline, whatever. Like, are we clear to move forward with blah, blah, blah. So. hmm. Just yeah, I think being able to set boundaries for turnaround times is huge because I we both have done this. We both have on separate trips done a campaign the day after because we thought it was so urgent that it had to be done the day we got back. And like in reality it it didn't. Like (laughs) it like absolutely did not. But it was just like I don't know. It is frustrating when like brands are like, like we need this submitted ASAP, like three-day turnaround, and then they take, like, a week to approve it. And you were just, like, mm-hmm. you're, like, I just yeah, literally got like back from Europe. Yeah, so it's, like, weirdly so common. I don't know. Yeah, you guys are not alone if you are going through this. So I think just setting your boundaries and just over-communicating will take away these issues, hopefully. And brands will understand where you're coming from and are usually, like, flexible with a couple days. So it's totally fine to ask. Like, don't feel... The pressure to just like do whatever date they ask if it doesn't work for you or if it's gonna add like so much extra stress because of your current schedule like it is okay to ask for an extension or if something came up or if you were sick for a day like just ask if you can have a one day extension like it's it's fine it will be okay mm-hmm. so just remember that um, the next yes. thing too is kind of related it contract related. Um, is whitelisting and just paid ads in general. This is your reminder that this should always be the extra fee on top of your rate. Like this Mm -hmm. is like your fee is for you posting on your social channels. And then if the brand is wanting boosting access, whitelisting, paid ads, however they want to go about it, that is the extra fee. Yeah,
1: this is never (laughs) your normal fee like it has to be extra if they want a whitelist brands know this I feel like we went through a whole like whitelist revolution two years ago and so I think everyone is aware of whitelisting and paid ads that's never free and I feel like brands do a really good job about like outlining what the additional fee on their end would be like they give you like a suggested amount of like what they want to pay and you can always negotiate that of course but it's always on top of your rate so make sure you are aware of that yeah and I think too right
0: if you're negotiating with a brand and they like come at you with a package and they're like hey this is the rate for one post um boosting for 30 days and stories, whatever it is. Um, and it's lower than your rate. You can just, I feel like, again, break it down for them and be like, you know, thanks for sending over this offer. Here are my typical rates and then break it down. Like be like, this is what I normally charge for a post. Here is my whitelisting or, you know, paid ads fee. And like, here's what I charge for stories. Would you be able to meet me a little bit closer to my rate at this number? And like send a new number just like I feel like seeing the breakdown is really helpful and it Mm -hmm. obviously makes you look very professional like you know what you're talking about and like you understand your business and so you know sometimes brands will say oh yeah we can totally do that or they'll say like we can't and then you can um, continue to negotiate and you can ask them to maybe lower the Uh, like the time or the amount of time that they do the boosting. So maybe if they're asking for 30 days, like you lower that to like two weeks or something. I don't know, whatever you feel comfortable with or whatever aligns with your rate, I -hmm. think. But you can definitely ask the brands. And then if they say no again, then I feel like that's up to you if you want to accept it or decline it and wait for something that's more aligned with you to come, which it will. So... Just something to remember, especially again with the holiday season coming up, budgets are higher. I feel like a lot of brands do save budgets for Q4 because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shopping going on, holiday sales. Like there's so many holidays like back to back to back. So it's like it's just like nonstop, and they're trying to get in front of their consumers, which a great way to do that is by using influencers. So just remember that and know your worth and negotiate and don't be afraid to set your boundary when it comes to that. And if they don't want to pay for it, you can just simply ask them to remove it from the deliverables. Be like, okay, well this rate, you know, reflects what I would charge for a post and a story. Like would love to move forward with that if you're not able to meet me at this rate for whitelisting. So I think that's kind of the strategy that we are doing right now, especially with usage. Mm -hmm just because and then I have you guys I have had two brands now come back and say oh we would like to after the collab was completed so it's like okay they chose not to do the whitelisting. listing I did my collab like did my reel did my stories and then they've come back and say we would love to boost her post for that additional fee so it's like I if I would have said yes to the normal rate at the beginning I would have lost out on the additional fee that they were yeah, willing to true. pay to boost after the fact. Cause it's like, if you know you're creating good content and content that's shareable for the brand, then like they should be paying for that because like, that's, that is like money that they didn't have to spend on hiring an in-house team to create all of that themselves, which is very expensive. So the least they could do is pay your rate for usage in my opinion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you're generating sales for them, so they're making money off of it, and so it probably mm-hmm. is paying them paying it off. So yeah, yeah, it's never free. Um, same same thing for them having rights to your content. I feel like really they should only have rights to organic socials with mm-hmm. your content, which is really just organic posts. Posting your content on their socials. so Instagram, like, that's yeah. it. but just like <laughs> not as, as a paid and you did a ad. Video.
0: Just like yeah. literally organic on their feed, or like in their stories. When sometimes brands will do like as seen on whatever, but it shouldn't say yeah. like sponsored or paid ad on it anywhere because that and fine. that also doesn't it include becomes a problem.
1: Emails, yeah does not include emails that is not organic social use. Organic social use is like literally just social platforms that does not include website usage nope. emails, ads, mm-hmm. that sort of that sort of thing. That's yeah. the difference between paid media. Um so yeah, never that also we always talk about this perpetual use of your content. Is never a thing, never grant perpetual rights to your content. Ever. Never ever, Nothing ever, Nothing perpetual. Ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's definitely getting interesting with AI these days and Just all the things going on. I feel like we should have another podcast with our friend who's a lawyer because she talks a lot about AI and like how brands can like generate your image and your likeness now. So I feel like that is even like a bigger deal when it comes to perpetual because like if you grant them perpetual now in one, two, three years when AI can generate your image and your likeness and your voice and like all these crazy things they can use that because you granted the perpetual on yes, their content. Genuinely so genuinely so scary. It's just it's never worth it. And unless like a brand is paying, I'm not even joking, like six figures for perpetual. Like don't do it. Like we I always ask them to remove perpetual and like always offer like six months to a year and then if you if they want to like renew that they can which they most likely probably won't so it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know perpetual just feels like a power move or they're just trying to cover their bases so that if they want to use the content like down the road they can but like obviously they should be paying for that and they know that so it's like it perpetual is just never worth it especially with where I feel like the like media industries are going these days and that was like the one of the big things I think it was um, Sagafra after um, was like the AI stuff was like a big big deal in that mm. and like not using people's like image and likeness like forever and ever I don't know it's like part of that which is like crazy so I feel like it'll trickle down into the influencing space social media so I feel like now more than ever it is so important to not do perpetual for anything so they can always, like, just purchase usage rights, and then if they want to extend, they can. Like, there's no harm in that. So, yeah, and just, it's, like, it's
1: scary that, like, before we even knew what this was, people were asking for perpetual usage, and now there's AI. Like, who knows what there's going to be
0: mm-hmm. in
1: 10 years exactly. after you accidentally didn't listen to the <laughs> podcast and didn't know what perpetual usage was <laughs> and granted a brand perpetual use. Um, So, you guys all know not yeah. to do
0: that. If you're our listeners, you know. Yeah. So go tell your friends. Don't don't do perpetual. Um and then another thing kind of related to that is like exclusivity as well. We talked about this in the holiday episode too, but you can charge extra, especially depending on what kind of exclusivity they're asking for. But it's always so important to make sure that it's very specific. You want it to be as specific as possible and you don't want it to be broad. And the main example that we use of this is like makeup. So it's like, say you're doing a mascara campaign. Your exclusivity should be other mascaras, not other beauty brands because like if another Mm -hmm. brand is coming to you to promote a lipstick, your mascara campaign shouldn't hinder you from doing a lipstick campaign. Like they're not related. They're completely different products. Like you're allowed to use different products. Like, so just being careful. And if they are asking for like full exclusivity, like keeping the timeline very short, like 24 to 48 hours, like before and after, like nothing crazy. If they're doing like a week before and a week after, like, that's honestly insane and I would probably almost, I would charge the same amount as my campaign rate for that because, like, that's potentially you losing work because of this insane exclusivity timeline. I feel like most brands are pretty good with 24, 48 hours, which is understandable. Like, you don't want to post, like, two mascara campaigns in a row because that doesn't come off as, like, authentic to your audience. Mm -hmm. So it's like, get that, makes sense. But when it gets a little crazy just like no, you can set your boundary and just explain to them like, hey, you know, I'd love to work on this campaign. Love your mascara. Um, You know, I have a potential campaign with this brand for a lipstick lined up Like, and I don't want these to affect each other. So like, can we change the exclusivity to just specifically mascaras for these brands or, you know, change the time to 48 hours? However you want to go about Mm -hmm. it, whatever works for your schedule and you, but just knowing that you can negotiate the time of it, what the exclusivity is, the brands, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah. Just – Yes.
1: Love that. Yeah. Just remember with all these boundaries, setting boundaries with yourself and with brands, you're only responsible for your contracted deliverables. And don't let brands, like, bully you or sneak things in um, because I feel like that happens a lot. You don't always need to go above and beyond for a brand, especially if they're asking for something extra. Like we had a brand just, you know, brands just have audacity sometimes. Like they want you to reshare it like, m- m- like weeks down the later, line. So it's just like little because things Because they like that. didn't
0: negotiate something in the contract initially. And again, yeah. that's not on us. That is not our fault. Right. Right. So so
1: just remember that like brands know what they're doing. And again, you're not going to get another campaign just because you kind of were a sucker and like they got <laughs> something free out of you. No offense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, like you want well, to give like, them a reason to raise your rate. And that's the entire point. This is business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I feel like it depends. Like did this brand pay your rate? Like, were they respected? Did they approve your content? Were they like communicative with briefs? Did you have reshoots? If it was like a seamless process and they are like, Oh, can you do the simple thing? Like you're like, okay, maybe you might say yes more to something that's, like that versus something that was like way below your rate. They were really hard to work with. Mm -hmm. Like they made you edit your content three times. Like it was a pain. And then again, they're asking for this for asking for more after the, like contract has ended you know what I mean so it's just like again figuring out your strategy like was this brand pleasant did they pay well is it worth it like could it potentially lead to something else if you didn't enjoy working with them it's probably not worth it like Mm. I don't know there's a lot that goes into it but it's just like always like trust your gut feel the vibes and like if you know I feel like for me like if it could potentially lead to another partnership and they paid me well and then I know they pay girls and like all those check boxes are like checked off then I, I'm more willing to consider it than if it was yeah. a brand who was just so difficult so that's just kind of like my thought process around that agree but then again agree. it's like next time if you do get another collab with them and just, like, be like, okay, just want to make sure, like, this is everything. Like, there's no miscommunication. Like, these are all the deliverables. Like, we're good to go. Just, again, so you have those receipts. You, like, asked and made sure everything mm-hmm. was covered. This is the rate. Yeah, and then repeat it back some, to them. Exactly. There's no, like, question marks left. Like, you you covered it all. So, yeah, yeah. just some things to kind of look out for in terms of collabs and contracts and things to just be aware of. And then the next thing is events. I feel like this is kind of where our mindset has shifted the most. I feel like last Mm -hmm. year when we would talk about events, we were like, we personally in the place that we were in, we would be like, we're going to go to everything. We're going to show up to everything. We're going to like get FaceTime in with brands. Like we're really just like going to put ourselves out there and go to everything. And yeah, I feel like it was fun. I feel like we learned a lot. I you know, feel like we, like, did build relationships we really with brands.
1: Yeah, like it was a good. We did our test. Time.
0: We like because our we did a in.
1: full year of doing that, and now we can reflect back on. Hmm, what did we get from that? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like, again, events are fun. You get to go see all your creator friends. You get products, the goodie bags. Like, it's all great. And it's like, yeah, it is building relationships. But again, after doing it for a full year and, like, truly reflecting and being like, have we gotten something out of this that is, like, mutually beneficial? Like, you know, then it's kind of like, okay, we can evaluate, sit back, and, like, go through brands and, like, okay, like, you know, this brand hasn't really been fostering the relationship with us so it might Mm -hmm. not be as beneficial like maybe they're just inviting girls to you know fill up their event and make it look fun you know and like at this point like we're not trying to be that filler anymore which is fine if you are because I feel like again we did our time for like a year I feel like honestly it's over a year we did our time for a while and like we were going to all the events and like doing the most absolutely the most and like there's nothing wrong with that but now we've reached a point where we're like okay we put in our time we did the things we showed up we supported brands and now it's time to kind of just take a step back reflect and see like what is beneficial for us now and I feel like too like yeah. a year is a long time and like people's priorities change over a year like people's goals change people's strategy and like that's okay like that can change so it's like we said different things last year on the podcast regarding events and now we're kind of saying this and it's just like, I feel like a period of growth and a period of learning for us and a period of reflecting and now we can kind of look back and be like, okay, we're going to be a little more selective now. We're not going to be saying yes to everything. Like we're going to, like events that we go to, like, I don't know. We're just more selective now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we did and I think it's... A- it's important to like obviously put in an effort but you also want to see that effort be put back into you and when you're Mm -hmm. supporting a brand like you obviously want to see that they care and are you know your top of mind and so for some brands it definitely was the case and then other brands like we would be supporting and going to the events but like still it didn't seem like we were top of mind compared to like other people, which is completely fine. Probably just like different criteria, different things that they're and looking two, for. And two, I was
0: thinking about this the other day: is like as you grow, your rates get higher, and like sometimes that can potentially just be outside the brand's budget, and they just can't like afford that anymore, which is fine. So it's kind of like you kind of grown through the brand, and then now we're kind of growing out of the brand. If that makes sense? Yeah, I don't
1: know. definitely so but yeah you just want to be aware put in effort but if you're not seeing anything really back then maybe shift your efforts elsewhere mm-hmm. like obviously you you this is a business where you need it's a transaction
0: yeah you and can't like at be the end only one day- putting
1: in Do
0: what's best for you, your mental health, your energy, and like if it's a brand that you love and like maybe they don't pay, they don't do pay to pay campaigns, they just do a bunch of gifting and they throw really fun events, but like this is your favorite brand in the entire world. Go. Mm -hmm. Like there's no problem with that. You know what I mean? But it's like just like don't overexert yourself and go to every single brand event that you're invited to always because you feel obligated that you have to because the brand invited you and you have this like mindset that if you don't go, the brand is never gonna pay you. Like, that's, I feel like, what we're talking about is, like, not, like, just going to something because, like, you feel like if you don't go, you're, like, missing out on this, like, potential probably not opportunity, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, make sure when you are going to events, your ten- intentions are good for you. And if everything aligns, go to the event. No problem. But, like, again, for us, like, we're driving from San Diego. So, it's, it's like, it's about a two and a half hour drive each direction. So, it's, like, when we're going... We have to make sure it is worth it for us. So it's like when we go to events, we like try to make a day out of it We get, try to shoot content, like maybe do a brand meeting or something and try to make a day of it. Like we don't really go up just to go to one event anymore. Like that's not our best interest. So mm-hmm. that's what we're kind of talking about. Like just our schedules and like just trying to protect our energy and do what's the most beneficial, I would say. But obviously, if you live in L.A. and it's a lot easier to go to events, then it might not be as burdensome or tiresome to get there. But it still is because there's so much traffic in L.A. So.
1: Yeah, it's like it's always a it's huge a thing. production in L.A. And it's like so. these events, they're like kind of exhausting just because you are socializing and networking and it can take a lot out of you. So.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, just, like, yeah. make sure you're checking in with yourself and that you're good. And, like, if you're not feeling well, like, you don't have to go. Like, we said no to event this past week. And, like, I, like, slightly had FOMO, but then I didn't. Because I was, like, I'm so happy I'm not exhausted right now. And, like, that <laughs> I, was worth literally. it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just overall setting boundaries with yourself as a creator, I feel like is so, so important and something that we both have been working on this mm-hmm. past year too is just like taking breaks when you need them, taking the time you need offline. Um, I feel like on the weekends, like I still post on the weekends, but like I said earlier in the episode, I'm trying not to do as much work on the weekends or put pressure on myself to work on the weekends so that I can like hit these like strict deadlines. Like I just need to communicate better about the deadlines and give myself two extra week days. To get the content done um, yeah yeah I feel like that's been big for me
1: same 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 that's been like such a game changer I feel like also when you are just creating content and you're always on your phone you need to set boundaries for yourself or you're gonna go crazy um just feel like your mental health can deteriorate so in your best interest to last as long as you can in this industry, if you are passionate and you love it, like definitely set those boundaries with yourself. And I used to think I didn't need any and I thought it was invincible and it was for the week literally that things. like, <laughs> but you know, one day you'll it's wake okay. up and you'll be like, I'm really tired, like,
0: <laughs> you know, and that was literally me then you weekend. learn, I was like, I am sleeping this weekend. I'm not doing anything.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, yeah.
0: But I feel like that just, it goes along with, remember, like you don't owe your audience every single little detail. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously sharing our lives is part of the job, but it's like, they don't, have to know what you don't share with them you know what I mean like they're gonna know whatever you share and sometimes less can be more and so it's just like remembering that and like I know some people's story strategies they literally share everything about their day and I just I admire that because I'm like I know I'm like like, is this person really
1: props to them
0: phone just like on all the time and they're just like editing the story really quick and then like posting it like like I'm just like go them like that is so much energy and like I could not but like love that for them because I love watching yeah. but <laughs> but yeah, yeah like don't feel bad if like it's okay to keep some like keep some things to yourself like whether that's a hobby like just because you're are like like our jobs are to be online it's like you like you don't have to share everything and like sometimes it's good to kind of work through something first before sharing it I don't know I feel like there's yeah like this I don't know I feel like it's becoming more of a thing where like people don't share like every little thing and it's yeah I don't know I feel like
1: less is more on stories recently I have truly seen my views shoot up. Like, it's like crazy how, I don't know. Just less is more for me, I guess. That's what you guys want to see, so. (laughs) But I really used to share. I mean, I still love sharing. It's just like not every single day, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And sometimes there's nothing to share. Sometimes I literally sit in front of my computer all day, in sweats, no makeup, with my matcha, and, like, I'm just working from the computer, and, like, there's just nothing exciting to share.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know? So it's, like, and that's okay. Like, you don't don't feel like you have to be sharing everything if you don't want to be, and it's, like, finding that boundary, and I think your audience will be okay with it. Like, no one is going to be upset that, like, you're not sharing yourself staring at your computer. At least I don't think so, so... <laughs> yeah exactly. and I and like you don't have to explain it to them either so it's like two with the holidays coming up like things get busy especially if like you're hosting or your family in town friends in town like whatever it may be like it just might be a lot so like it's okay to like not be on a hundred percent of the time like all the time so just like mm-hmm. remind yourself that so I feel like that's something that I've learned this past year it's like it's okay like your audience will be there tomorrow they will they'll be okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm probably, like, they're not even there now because of they're the busy. holidays. Like, people are busy. <laughs> um, yeah, people are busy. But, and I don't know. I feel like, also, you don't need to explain yourself if you are working or if you are doing something during the holidays. I just feel like people are so nosy during the holidays, like, with family and stuff. Um, you know, people are always like, oh, what do you do? Or, like... What is your job again? Like, you don't owe anyone anything. um, You owe it to yourself. So just keep that protect in mind. Your, set your boundaries. Protect, your energy, protect yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: Set those boundaries. And... Yeah. I feel like once you set them, it's a lot easier to uphold them. It's like when you haven't set them yet and then you confuse yourselves because then you're like, am I okay with this? Am I not okay with this? Like, I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to feel, but it's like, if you sit there and just like think about your boundaries and be like, okay, I don't want to accept gifting from brands right now where I don't, see potential for like a long-term partnership or i'm just not aligned with the brand so then when that email hits your inbox you have set that boundary and then you can look at it and be like okay this does not fit within the boundary this is a no and then it's easier to make the decision So just kind of, like, maybe sitting with yourself before, like, the holidays get into full swing. Set your boundaries. Like, know what you're looking for, what you're not looking for. That way, when they start to come, you're already ready as opposed to being, like, confused and overwhelmed and stressed. You can, like – I feel like it helps with stress. Like, take the stress off of yourself because then when you set the boundary, you don't feel bad. You're like, nope, this is my boundary. Like, that's it. Yeah, it's
1: weird at first, but – you will learn and it's amazing once you do
0: yeah so hopefully you guys found this episode helpful and just we want to just kind of share where like our brains were and kind of what strategies we're doing with setting boundaries with brands currently and what we've kind of learned over the past year or so and how we're implementing it and how like our opinions have changed over the year and like that's totally fine like you're allowed to adjust and grow and change your mind if you want to like you don't have to Mm -hmm. just stick with something because you decided that a year ago I don't know it's totally fine to evolve and change so that is it for this week's episode do you want to share our listener of the week this week
1: yes because it's an exciting listener of the week um okay her Instagram is Alyssa, I-L-Y-S-S-A-L-E. That's her handle. And I actually met her out in the wild in real life this weekend. It was so exciting. I was at this really cute, like, decor store called Pigment, and I saw her. And she told me that she listens to the podcast. She recognized me and Josh. It was really, really cute. Um, and yeah, she's just a supportive queen. I'm so happy I got to meet her and see one of our listeners out, out, out there in the real world. So not just yeah, online. We love when it you guys say really hi. amazing. Thank you, Alyssa. Loved meeting you. It's such a supportive queen and she wants to go on a trip soon with us on our trip for next year. So shout out to you.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. hope you have an amazing week. I heard Target has a really great Christmas decor, so I'm trying to hit up Target this week. Have you seen people doing their Target hauls? Actually, no. I'm okay. I've been, I've been seeing so many. So cheers to fall, cheers to November and the holiday season and just sending you guys so much love and light and good energy and good vibes and good boundary settings. So hope you guys have an amazing week and we will see you in our next episode. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys love this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.